Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game. This dude was right when he called you out on his podcast. This is gonna end very badly. You ain't stepped up, you fell off. I'm not a good guy. You don't get a trophy for participation. And these two right here, well, they're my insurance policy. What? It's a great show. No enhancement needed. Hello, everyone. This is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. Once again, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft, joined as always by my co-host, Liam. Liam, big week. Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, huge week. Pretty big week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that. I this mean, how do we not start with the most obvious okay. big thing to start with? Yeah. Um, Monday Night Raw happened, certainly. Biggest thing. The show actually, aside from the main event and what we're about to discuss, I actually think there wasn't that much... I guess newsworthy to talk about necessarily. Yeah. Even the Brock yeah. Lesnar segment, which I'm sure we'll touch on, was some anything, obvious like, questions coming out of that segment. Yeah. That we'll get into. But uh, before Raw went on the air, John Cena versus Roman Reigns was uh, suspiciously official, and the contract signing made it even more official uh, with words <laughs> Super that duper were official. Words How, that were What's said. the difference between when they just have a graphic for it and when they have a graphic for it and they've done an in-ring contract signing segment? Because if someone versus, gets injured at this point, it's yeah. it's as off the table as well, it would at first, be. When I was watching it, I'm like, I case. wonder if Roman isn't going to sign it, and that's how they're going to like extend this for like months and months. That could have been interesting, yeah. But obviously that didn't happen. No, but, um, yeah, wound up not being that um, kind of tease. So I know you have been wishful booking the oh, man. discussion of this, and here we are yep. recording. So how did you envision this going? Are you going to play the audio now, or are you going to edit it in post? Or? Should I? Do you don't want to listen to it again? No, I, I, yeah, I'm assuming you're going to go on the WWE version that has, like, the most important stuff. Oh, that's right. safe assumption, because we're both smart, so <laughs> Well, the I entire thing was 10 minutes, so, because, you know, it wasn't the entirety of it. It really got heated towards, like, the end. Um, yeah, I know well, that there's... I heard the WWE edited out when John Cena talked about it's a promo kid, so some of that stuff we might oh, have really? to Yeah, but that's the only other thing that Yeah, I kind of want to play the full version. WWE edits out the best parts, bro. Hey, don't. It's only like 13 minutes, the, the full version. You have it on your phone? Yeah, but I, oh, all I right, told you I've been watching it. Go for it then. All right. Because there's some juicy tidbits throughout. I also am going to use them probably throughout this episode here and there. Too cliplicious to pass up. Yeah. Soundbite city, bitch. Okay, this is the beginning. Roman's out already, right? No. There's like one or two things that seen it. Okay, oh, fine. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything okay. is worth until. Even then, like the ending, I was personally excited. But. Okay, here we go. And then there's me. Okay, so Reigns is not out yet. You happy? No, not with <laughs> the music, no. <laughs> Reigns is out. And skip a little bit more, actually. Okay, here we go, finally. Let me get this right. It's all good, Memphis. I'm just trying to check my facts here. So I'm scared to fight you? <laughs> I can't yeah. even. I don't want to fight you. That's what's in your head. I wish they would have expanded on this later in this promo. This is one of the things that I wish Roman would have said. Because, you know, in the battle of uh, banter, Cena clearly won, I think, by anyone's scorecard. Yes. Um, but I wish Roman would have said... Anyway, I'll just play it. Because he starts to say... You may not understand this, because probably no one's ever told you this before, John. But you're not as big of a deal as you think you are. It's a good start, I think. And this is the fact. I don't care what you've done or what you plan to do. I've done something you'll never do. We all know what's coming at this point, obviously. I retired The Undertaker at WrestleMania. So maybe it's not that I don't want to fight you. Maybe I just don't need to. Can you pause? You're right, no, he's right! Do you think that was based on the backstage chatter that John Cena wanted that match with Undertaker and was annoyed that Roman Reigns got the huh, position? That's interesting, because I hadn't thought about that. it's been confirmed that Cena and Taker was an actual conceived match. Not yeah, like it was, was in discussions, yeah. And he even said it during the Miz promo that I'd rather be fighting the Undertaker. So totally. I wonder if that was like a dig. He literally said, Cena. if I had it my way, I'd be fighting yeah, the Undertaker. so I know that like in reality that was a plan. So do you think that was like a dig to Cena that Vince chose Roman to do it, not Cena? Maybe. If that was his intention, I wish he would have 
spelled it out a little bit more because well, I didn't think of it until you pointed it out. Well, because I think Cena, as much as Roman is a golden boy, I think Cena was the one who really broke the boundaries first, and then Roman just started cursing at him, essentially. So I think that that was maybe <laughs> like a hidden message, whereas John Cena was overtly using words like promo and he Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, so. So you th- but you think this was all scripted so far? You're talking about the intentions of the writer um, scripting this segment versus well, the intention of Reigns The Undertaker himself. thing wasn't scripted because he's been saying that for a while, but I think that there's some... No, it was scripted hidden... because he's been saying it for a while. It's been scripted every I mean, time it he was, says it. Uh, right. Well, that's why it's obviously yeah, yeah, scripted, yeah, okay. but I think saying it to John Cena means something more, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It has more of a connotation. Yes. That's a good point. Behind the scenes. Definitely hadn't thought of it. If that was their intention, I wish they would have made that clear. He's right. Thanks, John. You, you, you don't need to fight me. You are the high exalted Roman Reigns. You are the big dog. Everybody back there knows it. Everybody out here still kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah, we are. Well put. You see, Roman, I'm what you would call a polarizing figure every week. There are people that, that cheer because they stand for what I believe in. And then there are people that boo because oh, they don't. Not really every and week. And then every single yeah. week you can audibly hear those people so desperately wanting me to change the content of my character. Maybe a little heel turn. He kind of he phrases it so that, you know, we don't like him because we give up. We always give up first thing. But with you, it's, it's different. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever told you this. <laughs> like they that. go back and forth with you. Because when they look at you, they see what I see. A cheap-ass, corporately created, John Cena bootleg. (laughs) Wow. This chump right here, he ain't the guy. Dude, you're just a guy. A guy trying so desperately to fill shoes that you never will. Listen carefully, young man. I'm not the undertaker. I'm not a battered veteran at the end of his career with a bad hip. Man. I am not the really fastest, a strongest, and hungriest yeah, that I have ever been in my entire life. And the reason you won't sign that is because you know if you do, your Roman Empire He did it again. He's the king of this. He can take anything and spin it. See, I wish you would have started here by saying something like Oh, you think you're going to win this match? You know, because they're breaking the fourth wall anyway. Cena was the one really making the heavy shots, and Reigns isn't. Yet he's the one who really needs to. He should have been like, you better go back there and start pulling the strings, bud, because you got another thing coming. But it blows my mind that he stands out here, and he runs his mouth, and he's talking about, y'all boo him because y'all want him to be a bad guy? At a time, anyway. They boo you because, first of all, you suck. That's meaningless. It's worthless. Hey, uh, according to them, so does he, but that's okay. He want to go metal. Just shut up for a while. How about that? And second of all... I'm scripted. Yeah. Go ahead. Find it. Go ahead. Unscripted right here, clearly. Oh, wait. Do you think that's what happened? He just forgot? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at him. And what he winds up saying, that's what he was supposed to say? Because he seems to get mad now, and this is when he says you're a fake bitch. And then he remembers it, yeah. He, he, but it he seems like he... he maybe wasn't going to say fake bitch until Cena pisses him off right here with this. It's called a promo, Shut kid. Your and your if mouth, you want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do it. So go ahead. Wow. Mm. Commentators were great during this, too. Yeah. See you, fourth wall. Mm, calm down, CM Punk. The reason why they boo you is because they see right through you. So forced. You're a phony. Oh, terrible. You're a yes man yep. who can learn how to do anything or be anything. So if you wrap all that up, you're just a fake bitch. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? Yeah, you're hearing me now, ain't you? Not only that, he's a part-timing 
fake it. The crowd's alive now, huh? And I'll be damned if I'm gonna bust my ass Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, every single week so you can hang out on the Today Show. Yeah, I didn't say to the First of all, John Cena wrestled more than that before there was a brand split because they actually have days off now, now that there's two different rosters. And not for nothing, Roman kills himself working less days than the average 9-to-5-er. Yeah. Second of all, John Cena didn't walk away for 10 years. So that argument was really invalid, and I feel like John Cena did a great job, but he could have, like, like, dude, I've been here for 15 years now. It took me 10 years to actually do what you're complaining about. Yeah. So... The reason he doesn't get offered any movie roles or he's not on the Today Show is because he has the charisma of a fucking doornail. <laughs> so he's probably jealous. Yeah. Um, well, like I was telling you before we started recording, right there, Cena could have been like, you're right, I'm kind of a part-timer now. That's a good point. It was an excellent point when I made it against The Rock six years ago, bootleg me. Yeah. He did and, say at one or, point in the promo like, yet, that other people have said the stuff that Roman's saying, but he yeah, said it early or on. Indicated it. Yeah. It wasn't about the match a lot, which I actually don't like. It was just like a character assassination well, for no, thirteen minutes no, at this the point. Matches who's got more pull. That's like the whole breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, aspect. but I still would have liked to hear something about well, we'll get into it after how I yeah, thought it should have went definitely, down. After. Definitely. There's not much left, right? Um I think that was the last buzzworthy. I mean play it's continuing few, to play yeah, it, but things. then jump on his Big old bus. And hell, maybe I'll come to a WWE show if they pay me enough. Yeah, the golden shuffle. I was going to say, yeah, did we miss that? But what are you really going to do, John? What are you going to do, huh? You're going to jump off that bus with that big-ass shuffle. That big sho <laughs> That big shovel. That's what you're going to do, and you're going to bury... I hate that he didn't interrupt him there. You're going to bury as much young talent as you can. That Cena didn't interrupt, why? The shovel thing, it would have been another opportunity to point out his weakness for promos. Yeah. Even if he just slipped up, it's live oh. TV. But, like, really? Because he... You saw John Cena's face when he said it. Because he, he mistakenly like, said shuffle and not shovel. Instead of shovel, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought that would have been even <laughs> The funnier. golden shuffle. Yeah. Like, I wait, feel like John he, Cena gave him that one. Is he Muhammad Ali over here? Also, just... I hope this wasn't written for Roman because he sounds, like, delusional. Cena's been Seriously. putting over everybody. And Seriously. I'm glad that Cena went on to say that, I'm like, this is a lot of things that I want both of these guys to hear... But I feel like in both cases, it's like the worst possible messenger. Mm -hmm. And with the sakes. talent, I was like, oh, I hope, yeah, just take the next step. You got a name drop. I wish you would have said, oh, I won't talk to you about that. I'll talk to Baron Corbin or Rusev. Wade or Barrett. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That was the ace in the hole. And Sandow. Yeah. Your ass better call somebody. Yeah. Talk to those guys about how you bury young talent. Yeah, he and, definitely... And, and I'll see what they think about the U.S. Open Challenge and what it did for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah. How you doing? One thing Cena said that wasn't factual. He didn't say it yet, but AJ Styles actually didn't answer an Open Challenge. I mean, I understood why he included yeah. him in that, but yeah. like, a Neville would have been good to talk about, or mm. a Cesaro. Those were all really great matches. Definitely. That's a good point. Um, Kevin Owens, too, Bronze. didn't answer the U.S. Open Challenge. Well, no, not technically. He didn't, no. Yeah. When he debuted, it was during an open challenge, but he just like, yeah. He, he, yeah, he came out during it to yeah. not answer it. I love Kevin Owens. Because that's what you do, right? That's how you stay on top of the mountain. You'll do anything. You're just a backstabbing shark. Backstabbing shark? I feel like that's something like the Real Housewives of New Jersey would call each other. You're a backstabbing <laughs> shark. Like, I didn't get that. Yeah. Who, yeah. like, was that backstage talk? The thing is, the reason why you don't like me... You can't bury me, John. You can't touch me. Hell, I think this is fitting. I'm the one guy in the WWE that John Cena can't see. That's a good line. Yeah, but what does it mean? Like, I don't so understand. Tell me this. You know how John Cena always says you can't see no. me? Really? <laughs> Why would I want to lessen myself, my legacy, my bloodline to be the next John Cena when I can be the one and only Roman Reigns? Decent point. You done? That was really good. Because Roman Reigns is a fool. Eh. Roman Reigns is a damn fool. There's an old saying, it's better to keep your mouth shut and have people think you're stupid than to open and prove them right. Of all people, you waltz down here and use the same pathetic excuse that every other single person before you has done. You, with all your gifts and all your opportunities, yes. you have the gall to blame me. This is the big... Oh, yeah. Like, the finale in the fireworks show. <laughs> yes. That's fine, that's fine, big dog. 
Congratulations. It took you five years to cut a halfway decent promo, but now I'm about to shrink you down to size. <laughs> By the way, we have to mention Kurt Angle in this whole thing. His oh, facial expressions in the background, were yeah. just okay. priceless. Oh. So everybody back there thinks I got this mythical golden shovel. Magical powers that I can control everything and keep everybody's fate. Dude, I can't tell if you're blind or stupid. Look and listen. They hold the keys. Oh. They always have. They always will. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah, that was... I hate that. It's your go-to line. You gotta blame me. Fine, I've been hearing that racket for 10 years and I ain't tired yet. I've been called a lot worse by a lot tougher. But you actually believe that I'm a shark, that I hold everybody down, that I swim to the top and keep them underwater at any and all costs. I'm a level with you, homie. Did John Cena actually helped Roman Reigns. Tried to, anyway. Like, that whole thing he just thought up of, like, sharks. I feel like he thought that up for Roman to, like, help him, because when Roman said it, it made no sense. John Cena, like, what he just said there, it was, yeah, like, yeah. made it seem better Kinda than Roman it probably in intended it to yeah. be, like... So that's why some of it, I feel like Cena was actually not putting him over, but giving him a little bit of room. Yeah, not much, he just obviously. Yeah, everything and nothing because he's burying him at the same time. Yeah, I haven't main evented WrestleMania in five years. I was the opening match at SummerSlam. In case in point, the facts are on his side in most cases. Yeah, yeah. All right. I was honored and privileged to earn the United States title at this stage in my career and use it as a beacon of opportunity to introduce new superstars to the WWE like Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, just to name a few. There's just so many more to name. You just made the list! Neither actually technically true, like yeah. you said. <laughs> you took the U.S. title as a demotion. Watch Roman's face here. I feel like that wasn't scripted. I don't know. His face, that was the only time he really like looked at him like that in the entire promo. Yeah. He looked at him like he took offense to that. Like he disagreed with it so much. Yeah, that Roman he was, was like, stone cold the, the entire that time. From? That was really, I'm like, oh boy, Whereas that fit a sword. In reality, I mean, that's the impression I think all of us got. The entire oh, time Roman yeah. had the U.S. title holding it over his shoulder oh, yeah. like, like it's a bag or of shit. Or it was a way to get him to be a Grand Slam champion. Get him yeah. all the titles real quick. Yeah, definitely. Because now all he needs is well, the it was a demotion. Title. I mean, it really because it was shortly after he uh, failed the wellness and was suspended. Yeah. And you stand there and blame me. Fine, I blame you. I'm still here because you can't do your job. Brutal. <laughs> so true. To me, that was like the best line of the whole thing. I'm, well, when it comes yeah. to this yard, you probably haven't learned it yet. There's only one rule, step up or step aside. And over the years, there's been a few to step up but nobody to ever keep up. And then I finally hear about this one guy, the Roman Reigns, the one that can keep up. And now I look at you and I listen to you. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. It was great. That was Even that great... Roman barely did an expression. He changed his expression during the one comment. Yep. Which I'm sure was intentional to show it wasn't getting to him. I think that's it. I think he just signs it. And then he flips the table. And yeah. Angrily. Having no regard for that microphone or the pens were going, by the way. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, somebody's going home with a souvenir universe microphone. That like hit the barricade. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So let's get into it. That, that was it. That was the big promo. Yeah. Um... And we kind of talked about it throughout. It was I a 2017 pipe bomb, essentially. Yep. Yeah, it was, there was a couple pipe bombs in there. Well, right. It was one long piece of yeah. pipe. Okay. Yeah, it was that a pipe bomb back and, and forth, kind of. Only Roman didn't hold his own. I mean, that's, that's no, why I think, that's that's why that the I think it's a John Cena pipe bomb, essentially. That Cena buried Roman. You are convinced that it's Roman and Lesnar at WrestleMania. I'm kind of wondering yeah, if now, they're going to do... Yeah, now especially. Yeah. Roman had one of two matches waiting for him at WrestleMania 34. This match that we're apparently getting at No Mercy, and so by process of elimination, I think it's Lesnar. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still thinking that Cena's going to eventually get that 17th world title, and I could see John Cena and Braun Strowman being a WrestleMania main event. Could be partially me yeah, wishful booking Yeah, a co-main event with Reigns and Lesnar. I could definitely see that. I, I would see him closing the show if he beat Ric Flair's record, definitely. Um, maybe not at this year's oh, WrestleMania. Str oh, Strowman for the title. Just because okay. Strowman is so over, and I think Strowman deserves to be in the main event WrestleMania, even yeah. right now when he hasn't even wrestled Brock yet. 
And a, I a think lot of Cena people deserve is, to is, be in the WrestleMania main event. Okay, Jimmy? Yeah, but this year alone, I would say him and Samoa Joe are the only two that, as you always say, people should step up to the plate. Those are the only two that I feel like have this year, personally. Yeah. And John wow, Cena. That's is, a bold statement. There's some decent work being done. Um, He's turned my own words against me, folks. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, then you have AJ and Shinsuke. So, you know, there's that, yeah. of course. But, um, but yeah, no, that was, I was watching that in awe the entire time. I was at a Lady Gaga concert on Monday, so I. Oh, yeah, that was good, by the way. Excellent, I mean, amazing, yeah, wonderful. Um, but I watched it when I got home, fell asleep before the Roman thing, woke up early to watch the Roman thing, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a good way. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, 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 I knew I'd be rooting for Cena in this match way before the match was announced. Um, I didn't even know the match was announced because I wasn't on social media at the concert, but apparently yeah, it was announced call. on social media before the concert. Totally. And um, I don't know why. I wouldn't be surprised if they made John Cena win this match. And make it like a long thing. I know yeah. you read the whole Transformers yeah. thing, but they can come back to it. Like we want the whole I Transformers think... thing. Should I elaborate on that, or should we just yes. leave it at that? Sure, and let the audience infer all the context. So John Cena is signed to film this uh, Transformers movie. I think it's a Bumblebee spinoff for fans of the franchise. But they're, according to rumors, the producers are concerned about Cena getting injured before he completes filming. So apparently this match at No Mercy is going to be his last for a while until he wraps shooting, which it sounds like won't be at least until the beginning of 2018. So he would have to be written off TV. Oh, the other thing was that I don't know what his involvement is. And that's why I said at least well, said early 2018. I'm pretty sure when they first announced it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, then probably longer. I would think he'd be back at least for WrestleMania. If not. Yeah. I mean, if the producers are that set on it, that's why yeah. The Rock hasn't been available for this past WrestleMania, at least. The other ones have been. Mainly non-physical, except for 32, but that yeah. was barely anything. And the other thing, which I think is definitely relevant in this conversation, is that apparently No Mercy is Brock Lesnar's last scheduled date for the rest of this year, presumably until the build to Royal Rumble. So, you know, those are yeah. two big stars out after No Mercy, so... Wishful booking. I really want the Authors of Pain to come in, and Roman to finally make it official, turn heel, take out John Cena. This will write him off TV for a couple months, it'll give Roman a good standing. And it'll also just give some intrigue to the top of... The card. I mean, I don't know if yeah, the title is going to be gone with John Brock Lesnar or if Braun Strowman's going to be champion during this period at the end of the year. Say that again? This isn't your main way of predicting it, but I know that a comparison for you is that the AJ Styles John Cena booking. feud, the AJ Styles John Cena feud was similarly built with it happening earlier yep. than we thought with Gallows and Anderson interfering, but there was a tag match and then another final match. That, if that were to happen, I don't see Vince leaving that and ending it. They would have to come back to another match. They would have to come back to Which okay, I so think maybe, happened at WrestleMania. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Now that you said um, it, now that we're talking about it out loud, I can see them building that point A to point B. Yeah, very good point. Uh, I mean, and it's not definite, but it's possible. Since we were talking about it the other day, I've been thinking more about it, obviously. And just look at the Authors of Pain. They just fit right right on either side of Roman Reigns. They're already dressed in similar attire, maybe even more similar. If they do this, they'll try to make them all, well, I don't give, the, give them all, streamline them a little bit. Here. Maybe you could put a mask on, cover his face up, at least for his entrance. I don't have um, a problem with Roman Reigns' face. I mean, I know that I'm into God, okay. so it's different. In it's, any case. I have a problem with everything else about it. In him. any case, because <laughs> Cena is calling Reigns a bootleg John Cena. If he has the big Samoan guy dressed similarly to him on either side, yeah. then it supports the idea that he's his own guy with his own followers and not a carbon copy of John Cena. I like and dislike that for two reasons. And the one reason is that I think Paul Ellering is great with them, but he's like close to 80 at this point, and he needs to not be with them forever. So that'd be a good way to actually kind of get them apart, break away from them without doing yeah. any weird like. You gotta keep them separated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I did want to see Paul Ellering with them before that. So your way, you would have them debut that way, right? Yeah, debut with Roman, just be the three yeah, guys, no Ellering. Oh, wait a minute. See, no, because I was going to say, well, then you, you know, have I'm Paul more. talk for all of them because they all suck at talking. Yeah. You don't know talking good like me. And like well, honestly, them, I yeah. wish that they would have more managers and valets and stuff like yeah. that that they do. So this for that reason, it'd be good though, to keep around. But Exactly. So he's getting up there. So you just put the three guys this way. Roman gets rid of John Cena and then maybe Braun Strowman wins the title off Lesnar. Maybe Lesnar's going to win it back at Rumble. Maybe not. But in any case, now Roman's trying to challenge Strowman with these guys by his side as a heel. Not a good guy. By Survivor Series, Strowman needs someone to help him counteract Roman's guys, and I he maybe maybe brings choose. in Seth and Dean. Yep. Yeah. So then you have Seth Dean and Braun, or maybe Seth Dean and Samoa Joe versus Roman and his guys in a classic 
Survivor Series match yeah. just in time for Survivor Series. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's I my also, wishful booking for that. Yeah, that's good wishful booking. I hate Thank wishful you. booked. That's some, boy, that's some good wishful booking right yeah, there. Yeah, I've actually wishful booked <laughs> um, Asuka to debut at Survivor Series now that we know that she is. Um, yeah. Main roster bound and hopefully we'll be ready by that time. Yeah. And I don't, I'm, you know, debating this whole collarbone thing, the six to eight week time period I'm using for the Survivor Series. But my story is that they would have a five on five women's match and they would need either someone gets kicked out of the match. Roe versus SmackDown? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I think Nia Jax is going to be oh, champion. So then very she soon. debuts for whichever brand she's yes. going to be on and really makes an impact and for that brand. And then her and Nia start a program that leads to the Royal Rumble, that leads to Asuka winning the title at the Royal Rumble with her nice. and Nia. Because I okay. think Nia is going to be winning the championship. So you think that Asuka's going to Raw? Do you think Ember Moon's, Ember Moon's going to SmackDown? Because you said uh, that she also was not yeah, at the tapings. I found it weird. I, I don't see her going. I don't think she okay, should so go. Okay, so she'll right stay now. in NXT. I think Billy Kane, Peyton Roy should go before she goes, personally. Okay. Yeah, just because okay. they've been there much longer. And I think Ember could be a valuable asset, too. And they put it in your head talking to Brian at TakeOver, right? That's who you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, but just in general, I mean, they, they're the longest, one of the longest NXT prospects right now. Still in NXT, believe it or not. Almost everyone so else. seniority. They have seniority. Yeah, and just, I, I don't know. I feel like they have a very flushed out gimmick, and it would, you know, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. But, nice um, flesh. I see them, like, feuding with, like, Becky Lynch and Charlotte for a while, or... Okay. But, um... Yeah, or both. But, yeah, uh... Did you have anything else unseen in Roman before we deviate from that? I mean, oh, we man. literally broke it down. I feel like I could talk about it forever. Else? Yeah. No, I guess that's it. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I totally disagree with the Gallows and Anderson thing afterward. I thought they completely yeah. extinguished the heat of the segment. It was unnecessary. I kind of like the dynamic of the match. You know, there's clearly week, tension. Though. But after that, yeah, it, I, I didn't like, buy it. Why? pipe bomb filled promo segment. And then Roman's like wanting to like, it's why so do you want to take this guy team. who just like ripped you up in front of 3.5 million people? Like, I thought yeah. Roman was going to take his yeah. hand away or spear him. And I wanted Reigns to take his hand away and drop down off the apron. That would have been and great. And I bet Vince is thinking, oh, can't do that. They're going to think he's turning the heel. But like, no, I would do that if I were Save him. Save that for no mercy. So I don't know. I mean, I'm interested <laughs> in seeing where it goes. Actually, before the women, now we have two matches announced for no mercy, the other being Brock versus Braun. I was very underwhelmed with the whole universal thing. I feel like yeah. they... You mean I, the universal title? I texted you. Yeah. I texted you saying I feel like they couldn't possibly think of two really major segments on one show. Yeah. Um, Samoa well, Joe, we know. Uh, both Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman... I kind of have an answer to that, but go ahead. Both Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman were advertised for the show ahead of time. Well, Joe, we know, apparently is injured. Yes. It's going to be yeah. out for four weeks, uh, give or take. Braun Strowman was going to be in a dark match. It was going to be like a Memphis street fight. I forgot what the actual match was. Hmm. Like fans really made an attendance about it. Um, I mean, the Brock and the Heyman thing, I've seen it before. I like that Brock spoke, but I don't know. Why is Brock like... First of all, last week, I think Brock, should, they should have done an angle where he's like trying to find Strowman around the arena last week when that happened. Yeah. After he put him through three, two tables, threw a table on top oh, of him. Oh, after that. It after should have that gone the way it did and then have Brock looking for Strowman last well, week. Right, you have SummerSlam, and then on Monday Night Raw, he does it again twice, so that's four power slams in less than 24 hours, you just made and the he list. just like leaves the building. Right. Just, yet when Brock lost the title the first time, he's F5-ing everyone, and he didn't lose the title, I understand it, but I don't know. It, right. it just is weird. So this week, at least call him out or something. Wouldn't have been my first call. But I guess if he really wasn't there, then that would be... Strowman would be looking weak, and I just don't well, this, know... Yeah, the story so far where is, 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 that, he? is that... At all. I don't understand how... Even if you want to listen, if you want to do the maybe whole, he's taking Lesnar's place physicality. Maybe he's trying to take Lesnar's place, and that's why he didn't show up. Because that's, that's that's a textbook Brock thing to do. Clever, but I doubt <laughs> that's why there just was, not be around. That's classic weird. Brock. He's been like their most over guy, and I mean, if you want to avoid physicality between them, I could think of three on the top of my head, including backstage brawls, brawls in the ring, um, anything really of that nature. Well, they um, want to have, I think that we're going to see Strowman kind of get the best of Brock until No Mercy and then hopefully Suplex City, bitch. So then why didn't he get the best of Brock on Monday? Because they wanted just Brock to say what he said and not, they, I guess they, they also don't want Brock to look weak every week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I just think there were ways to do the segment where they wouldn't actually come to just blows. Just do a pull apart? Why didn't they get pulled? But then why didn't get the? But then why didn't get? Why didn't they get pulled apart last week if they got pulled apart this week? You got to you got to pull apart continuity. Because most of the pull apart roles, when there's security involved, it's because it's a planned segment that they're both going to be in the ring. Brock Lesnar was just out there talking, and Braun Strowman came out, so that was more unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. Think about it that way. But I mean, there's four more weeks, so I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm just feel like two of the biggest matches. I'm kind of starting to worry if Cena and Reigns are going to main event over them, based on how strong the segment was. Yeah. 
Good day, sir! Which I don't think is undeserving based on the gravity of the match, but at the same time, I would hope that Braun Strowman's first title defense That's is That's crazy. It's just because of the timing with apparently Brock and Cena both yeah, leaving after No Mercy. To, because yeah. Strowman and Lesnar itself would have almost been a bigger SummerSlam main event than the four-way. Almost, yeah, almost. I said almost. Yeah, I'm <laughs> specifying the you almost. You agree part. with me specifically on the almost. Just because I feel like the other two in that match... I hate to say Roman, but, you know, the near falls were good and the coquina clutches were good, so... Yeah, Brock and yeah. Braun were really... They're really the two unstoppable Yeah, but they didn't forces. provide any near falls, though. I mean, that's when the match... At that point, it wasn't even a match yet. <laughs> it was like a, mm. you know... But near brawl. I'm looking forward where both matches go at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah, they definitely have me captivated. Yeah. And the women main evented. I was very happy about it. Yes. Finally, they're not making big deals about it, Sasha which is great. Alexa... Sasha and Alexa had an excellent match. Um, and you can't teach that. Well, Alexa, what? The head trainer at the Performance Center might disagree with that, Enzo. You can teach having a good match. Anyway. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Definitely had a good match. I, I digress. Thought, I thought you were going to say they didn't have a good match. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh, I know. Um, I just, I played the clip and then I just couldn't resist. I was like, but y yes, you can <laughs> if you have the right coach. I, Enzo. Um, I, I saw this coming personally. I mean, I just, I don't know. The whole trajectory of Sasha I'm hoping is what leads to her heel turn but if it doesn't I just don't understand why they're playing hot potato with like four titles right now the United States yeah the cruiserweight they're not playing with it anymore but they did Smackdown tag quick round of hot potato it's just it's too much um but the match was good Nia Jax coming out afterwards I knew they're not gonna have Nia just and Alexa just close the show hugging so that I kind of saw coming yeah um, oh yeah me too the second so, the second I saw her face I was like oh she's gonna turn on yeah, Alexa so Nia cool hoist up Alexa did a kind of like an evolutionary bit when yep. Triple H hoist up Randy Orton they just missing just missing the thumbs down. yeah so I'm excited for that program I'm happy that they're going towards it two questions do they do a triple threat at no mercy and who is the face between Nia and Alexa I think Nia is the face. I think Nia turned face by doing that. But why would she attack Sasha then? That is my main thing that I feel like they almost okay. did that intentionally. You're right. I did think of that, but not but when I, don't I was want thinking Alexa about the face heel dynamic. Either. Yeah. I don't want Alexa as a face. Yeah. Unless yeah. she does it somewhere where she's still like the same exact person just on heels. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're, maybe she's I more of a tweener yeah. and Alexa's the heel. Because, I mean, it could be two heels and a face if, it's, if it is the triple threat. Yeah, okay, I mean, so I think I, they're going to lead to a truly, singles to, match. To effectively eventually. answer your question, I think if it if it is a triple threat at No Mercy, then there's a chance she'll be satisfied. That that's what it I guess depends on. Are they going to do Alexa and Sasha one on one in the meantime? If so, are they going to have Nia interfere, causing a triple threat, or just have a clean finish? And then, you know, is Alexa going to still be the champion after that point? Is it going to be one on one? Yeah, if I were to book it, I would book Sasha and Alexa like next week randomly. You have Nia interrupt it, schedule a triple threat match for No Mercy. Have Alexa somehow win the next pay per view? Maybe I would do a title change on. Oh, they do them so much on Raw. Because I'm thinking if Oscar, you know what? No, I think yeah. I want Alexa Bliss. <laughs> as don't, you don't, don't 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 suggest some hot potatoing another title. Yeah, no, I think I would rather Alexa Bliss escape. But then if it, it's her and Nia, how do you have her win like convincingly? Maybe she escapes somehow. Oh yeah, so why not have Nia interfere? In because the match? then, if I if I had Oscar debut, I would have Oscar beat Nia right away, oh. and then Nia Jax would have like a thirty day reign, which is goes okay. against what I like. So I feel like if Alexa Bliss somehow you holds just, the you title, you can't keep yourself happy. I can't. No, I'm gonna be insane. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think Oscar's going raw. Um, yeah, I mean, and once that happens, I don't see the title being on anyone else for a long time. Yeah. Um, the era of the hot potatoes will be done. For yeah. Now. Cold tots only. Maybe you can do like a lock. Uh, I was just gonna say a Alaska. Oh, Alaska. <laughs> if a, if a, uh, Alexa Naya. Because I think oh, Sasha Alexa and Bailey. And at this, Asuka, yeah. I That's... think Bailey and Sasha at this point are gonna be a singles WrestleMania program. I don't think it's gonna be for the title. Because I think if you have Asuka debut, you need her champion as soon as possible. How do you yeah. like go about just having her there? Yeah. So it's gonna be singles at WrestleMania without the title. You're saying? Yes. Okay. And maybe we if they just, wanna... I feel like we just keep kicking that can down the road. Then when it doesn't happen at WrestleMania or it doesn't start to take shape in the um, months leading up, then we're well, like, okay, so Bailey and Sasha is a lock for next summer in Brooklyn. They are going to be in Brooklyn, so if they were to somehow extend it a year, <laughs> I'd be okay with it. Yeah, that's my point. Because they're in Brooklyn. That's my but, point. Uh, yeah, no, I just know that Asuka's going to be on Raw. That's my thing. And I want to see Asuka and Nia in a much better match than their NXT matches because those were great, but I would love to see Nia now and Asuka now because that was yeah. really infantile both not Oscar, from my Oscar's understanding that is what we will see if they have a match yeah 
Another thing on Raw, just to go through real quick, we had an Intercontinental Championship uh, number one contender battle royal. Jeff Hardy became the number one contender to the Intercontinental Championship, which surprised me. Um, Same. Totally forgot he was like a three-time champion already, or maybe yeah. even more, I think, maybe a four-time champion. He's Jeff Hardy, man. Um, do you think they're going away from Jason Jordan? Was this like a deviation? Oh, yeah, I think the plan is that's not the plan anymore. Okay, I could see Jeff Hardy winning this. Um, oh, I could definitely see what I put up there. For possible No Mercy matches, Merciless as I call it, I put a possible rematch for the Intercontinental title, Hardy champion versus The Miz. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Yes. Um, in other words, what I should have just said in the first place 30 seconds ago. Yes. I'm with you. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see that match. That was really interesting. Um, yeah, the Battle Royal was good. It was a good way to squeeze some people on TV. Well, it was a good way to get people on TV, and they had, you know, a cheap there was a, way to get people they on They featured, TV. well, even like Kurt Hawkins. He got thrown out right away, but there was a little bit of story to it. That's kind of his character. You know, yeah. he was going to try to tell everyone the rules or the facts or whatever he was going to do. And everyone throws him out. That's a little bit of story. It sucks to get thrown out first. Yeah. But stuff like that. Like like Finn Balor, not that I'm thrilled to see that his feud with Wyatt is continuing, but that was a way to get him out of it while saving face. Yeah. He doesn't look um, any less for it. I mean, I guess I'll say this here. I was very happy with uh, mostly SmackDown. I'll say both brands. Again, Raw is, I think, cheap just because they had 15 people in one match. Um, cheap. Well, make your point first. But Raw featured 32 superstars. SmackDown featured 31. Oh, wow. SmackDown is two hours. Raw is three. You just made the list! And Raw had, like I said, a 15-person match. So I liked how that was done. Oh, so when you said that it was cheap, that's what you're talking yes. about? Yes, because, you know, not every match has 15 people in it. So, of course, you're going to be able to, in 12 minutes, tell a few different stories with that many people in the ring. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. when the spots are so quick. If we're looking at it like you seem to be as a contest between, like, saying who can get more talent on their show and SmackDown has big handicap. God damn, pal. You know, well, it's a not third a, less of the time to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's not a contest, but SmackDown has never had seven matches in one show before. That's one thing that I noticed. And I, then I also that, noticed the entire show, how there were interview segments of people, how there was... Yep. And then I looked at Raw, and I was trying to compare them just to see, and I realized that without the Battle Royal, Raw would have considerably less people featured... Yeah, in, in a, a longer show. hour-long show. So, yep. not in a contest, a hour, but in it's an still pretty embarrassing show. on their end that they yep. can't, you know... Um, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. Raw, get your shit together. I just wanted to make sure we're yes, being yeah. clear about Before deviating from Raw, um, Mickey James and Emma, I hate Emma's new music. It's terrible. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, Corey Graves named it, and I actually am afraid that a hashtag match may become a thing now because it's actually a match I could see being a thing. Yeah. Um, like the new Braun Panties match in the social media age. Um, Hang on a second. Why the fuck did they change Emma's music? Her song, I literally hum her song in oh, my yeah. head all oh, the time. Her old song. This new song is garbage. But honestly, it never stood a chance because as I'm saying, her heel, her I heel loved her old song, song. Right? not her original Babyface song. The song that she had last week okay. was awesome. Gotcha, yes. Yeah, because it's like a remix had, of her initial Of her initial song, yeah. Sure her right. initial song yeah. was bullshit, but I like how it had the nod. And it, and it was this, her song last week was excellent. And I loved, you know, that little pose she did on the stage. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm upset. How you doing? I don't like it. I don't like it either. Sorry, you want to talk about the match? Uh, no, not really. I mean, Wishful M- Booking, M-01, get her a song back. Uh, I, oh, we're talking now, ain't we? Yeah, you're hearing me now, ain't you? I do have to say something. This is more Wishful Booking because I don't see it happening anytime soon. Okay. And they would need to build... God damn, pal. They would need to build Emma up more than a fluke win against Mickey for this to be kind of cool but emma keeps saying that she started the women's revolution yeah the match that she's pointing to is a match with Paige, who supposedly is eventually returning so i could possibly see this lead there. to Paige, Paige emma it being logical for Paige to want to interrupt emma saying this if it continues on if it does i don't know but this seems to be a crux of emma's character and if they play it out long enough it could be a good story to tell with Paige saying, hey, I was part of that match too, having a match and reintroducing Paige. Yeah. So I don't think that's probably going to happen, but it definitely is a wishful booking of what yeah. I would do if I could. Yeah. No, probably it won't. Glad to see you're still Emma the Optimist. And um, if you do bring Paige back, you should have her go in the ring and just like kick somebody in the head and then just be like, you just got a Paige. <laughs> yeah, that's... You just got Paged. That would be... Oh, there it is. You just got Paged. Paging, that's what she says. Paging yeah, if we Nia Jax. If we were probably not the, the first best, person she would do it if to. If we were competing for the best wish of booking a page, we would definitely be in That would be nowhere nearby. Sure. That would be nowhere nearby. No, I just came up with it. That's that um, wasn't I wasn't I never thought that. So, I never seriously thought that to be clear. 
So, yeah. So, I mean, again, I'm, I'm happy that women are being featured on Raw. Uh, although I did talk about the talent being featured, Raw did feature five women, which is cool. Um, main event, Dana. Well, that's no, no, that's, that's different. <laughs> uh, and Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox were in main event before the show started, so that's actually even cooler for them. Yeah. Okay, and then funny. I well, I, mean, I didn't ask you it through texting, so here we are live in the show. What did you what think better, of Seth Rollins and Cesaro? The match. Before I say my controversial, it's funny statement. because I almost because well, I I texted you to look forward to the match, and I almost hesitated a little bit because I was like. I mean, it's not like a five-star classic because it's a two-segment match on Raw that had the story of the team going on. Yeah, the I only think they one could saving have done so much more those two. They could have. I completely agree with you. I don't think they did nothing, but they could have. I think good. the match. I think the match was what match. it was supposed to be. It wouldn't have hurt it to be a little better, and maybe because the crowd was pretty dead for both of those matches. Yeah, the ending. I, I didn't. I mean, I like that it was a transition. I like that Cesaro that won because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Well, it was an uppercut. In fact, I wish he would just drop the neutralizer. I probably said this a million times, but uppercut, mainly the one where he throws the guy up and uppercuts him. That should be his main finish. Well, anyway, I like that I that's that like a sec- I like how that's a secondary finish because he has finished people with it. I like the it neutralizer. Should be his primary. I like I the neutralizer should, more personally. An um, I like how he has a lot of moves. I actually think that's something about him that I, I like. like it. It's he essentially just, a styles class without just, the dangerous part of it. That's I just what it he is. does the uppercuts great, like the springboard uppercut. Yeah. And he's got all these feats of strength moves that I wish, they, I wish they would focus his arsenal. As well. I wish he would have a nice singles run where it was he was the Swiss Superman or well, Cesaro. You're wrong because he's not Superman. And he's, he's the Swiss Superman. Not James he's Bond. He's Superman. He's a cyborg. The Swiss cyborg. Have you oh, not heard really? Michael Cole use that like almost oh, every week? Man. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know. So he's a Terminator, essentially. He's Swiss so Ryback. Him and Kenny Omega are going to do it. He's Swiss Ryback. But yeah, no, that's what I mean, it's called in wrestling. I don't want to argue about Cesaro's moveset here. He's a great wrestler. We're capable yeah. of more. Let's... Personally, I feel like they would want to strive to do more just knowing them to, not knowing them personally, but I could tell yes, that because I listened to the Sam Roberts podcast finally and Seth Rollins. With Seth Rollins, to, yeah. Spoke about Cesaro working together and how, you know, Sam was like, oh, how weird is it because you guys traveled together and they were talking about how it was a good opportunity and blah, blah, blah. So I'm sure they thought about things more than like another random two people would having a match that night would have yeah thing of things to do Definitely. And i just feel like i don't know i the match didn't dean really show for it and i enjoyed dean and seamus more and i hated it because i'm not really a fan of dean ambrose's work yeah because uh, you've been waiting for they've been doing the yes. whole tag team one-on-one right. matches yeah. and you've been waiting for this particular right. one-on-one situation and it lets you down and the fact that seamus and dean went on right afterwards i just thought yeah that match had a better story too because I like how Dan was back with being worked on. Yeah, um, I mean the whole first five minutes, Sheamus was dominating, and I mean it also helped because Seth Rollins got the spots in at the end, the knee and the suicide dive that added something to it that Seth yeah. and Cesaro didn't have that advantage. Yeah, that spot. Yeah, um, I'm excited for this. Obviously, the rematch at No Mercy it has not announced yet, but I'm sure it's happening. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be a single, uh, not a single, a standard tag team match. Yeah, just one single tag team match. Although I'm wondering what other stipulations could work here when we get into SmackDown, which we have to do soon. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's just do that, actually. Let me okay. stop here. Um, that's it for Raw. Great segue. Okay. I like your swag, man. So uh, this week, SmackDown opens in a bizarre way with the Singh brothers wanting to kiss Jinder Mahal's feet and other body parts. And yeah. I like how like their What's characters. bizarre about that? Oh, well, you mean the whole thing? The fact that the, the feet, I got you. It was a little you. long. It was bizarre Yeah, fuck. it was a little long, too. And, I mean, God, Ginger, I can't, I'm not even going to repeat myself, but change your voice is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Because I've said it no, a I, lot. No, it's starting so to get stop. to me. No, 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 it's starting to get to me. I actually thought it of you last night. cracked at one point, literally, so I don't know if there's something like, dude, wrong with yeah, him. It's like, dude, yeah, take some allergy medicine or whatever's going on with <sighs> you. But um, I some did like how they Robitussin. gave the Singh brothers a form to talk because it showed, I mean, we knew that they were obviously devoted to him as a champion and whatever Maharaja yeah. Indian thing they're going for here. But I liked how they were, you know, I don't know. They haven't had a lot of character development, so it shows the length they'll go to to feel sorry for avoiding. And then, yeah. of course, the fact that Shinsuke comes out Would it have and then you just if... knocks them away, and it's kind of comedic that they said that we'll yeah, never let you. Yeah, but it also kind of made Shinsuke look a little dumb. How did it... No, it made well, the Jinder, look Jinder dumb. ultimately got the advantage, and... Well, no, I mean, yeah, I know, but... It was four I on know, one at one I point. I know, but when they said that out. they weren't going to let... Shinsuke looks dumb because he walked into that situation. And... The Singh yeah, brothers never, that line never had any credibility from the second they said that they weren't going to let Shinsuke touch him again. I was like, okay, well, that's probably going to be undone well, immediately. Heels, definitely so, not I mean, going to. That, you yeah, know, I know. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They have no, that line has no credibility coming from them in this situation. Um, but, but Shinsuke walked right into, before Randy Orton came out to save him, it was like he got what he had coming because why would you, why would you, 
you're inviting a three-on-one beatdown when you go in the ring in that situation is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I feel like when Seth Rollins did it, you defended it somehow. When I was talking about how dumb it was for Seth Rollins to interfere, or Dean Ambrose, when that whole thing was going on about them the storyline with each other. Rollins was that he was that he was kind of invoking this situation that would get Dean Ambrose to come and help him because he was trying to realign with Ambrose. But he wasn't trying to invoke Dean to, to help him, and that's what he said. In the uh, we can't go back to that because we had this little thing during when that program was happening. But one of yeah, Seth's Seth, issues honestly, was honestly, that he didn't Seth want to come out. Seth was dumb. Okay. For attacking two guys, I mean, Seth, Seth was, was dumb. He was a noble guy. He wanted to fight. I got zero apps to give. It did essentially what it was meant to. It set up a tag team in event later on the night. Yeah. I mean, it's really what happened. Yeah. Uh, after this, we had the United States Open Challenge return in a somewhat lackluster fashion. I was excited to see Ty Dillinger answer it since the commentators literally said Corbin was going to. So I'm thinking either... They're well, to follow up on this intentionally, or to follow up on last week, out. they had interviewed Corbin earlier in the night, and he he's trying to make it seem like AJ promised me the first shot, whereas AJ clearly said you can answer the challenge whenever you want. He didn't say anything about Corbin getting the first shot. No, I so know, but all the commentators the were saying like Baron Corbin was coming out, so I'm like, well, Baron Corbin probably is going to come out. So I like that somebody yeah. else came out. I don't know necessarily if I as much I as Ty Dillinger got that spot. I wish it would have started backstage with Corbin and Ty. Both with whoever, you know, does the music for the arena. And Corbin's like, play my music. And Ty's like, no, play mine, you know? Yeah, I'm happy they didn't do Because that. that's like, Corbin's running his mouth about how he's going to get the first shot. But meanwhile, he's taking his time walking to the ring when it's actually go time. Yeah, yeah, that is strange. Let's go, pal! Hashtag boring Corbin. Uh, it didn't make AJ Styles look too good, though, that Ty Dillinger got beat up for a few seconds. And then, I mean, he beat him quickly, which is <clears throat> all right, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like the booking of the segment. I would have done I a wish... triple match right then and there. Maybe have Shane come out That's and That's kind of what I thought Corbin was going to interrupt the match. And then AJ would say, I'll take on all comers. Yeah, right. Or build um, to it in the coming weeks. Now like... I'm thinking each week you're going to have Corbin take his time, thinking it, he's entitled to the next U.S. title shot. Someone else is going to come out, ultimately have the match. And it's building a feud, I believe, not the greatest match of all time for pay-per-view real estate with AJ Styles, but Corbin Styles at Hell in a Cell, maybe. Not in, no. but at no. Hell yeah, in a yeah, Cell. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely a start of a long-term program. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not why those two? Come on, man. Well, I mean, you have to. I mean, what would else would Corbin do at this point? Um, Fuck Corbin. That's my point. Well, that's not their point. I'm I mean, talking about styles. Unrealistic. I'm talking yeah. about the talent. Well, my wishful booking is styles. I'm talking about number two, PWI yes. 500. That's who my, the fuck uh, I'm talking my about. My wishful booking Not is... the guy that just took the briefcase off because of lack of confidence. Yes. Pipe bomb. Um, Sorry, go ahead. I want actually <laughs> number two to face number nine eventually, which is Bobby Roode. No, so, don't even say who it is. Let's make them. You guys go read the list, and then you can decode what we're saying here. Well, only the top 10 kidding. is out right now. So. I'm just kidding. Uh, AJ and Rude? Yeah, yes. we talked about You mentioned this last week. So, I've seen them. Uh, Bobby yeah. and um, Mike Canellas have a match. Bobby was more babyface than last week, I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not hating what they're doing yet. I'm hoping they start building a program for his first pay-per-view match, and it's not like a random... Well, they interviewed him... This might have been a WWE.com exclusive, but Renee Young interviewed him after the match backstage, and he was very much focused on talking about gold. How he, mm, you know, he he's okay, won good. gold everywhere he goes. He literally kept saying championship gold, so there's no indication one way or the other which belt he's talking about. But probably so, not the world right now. I mean, although then, he should be saying so then, the world as a new wrestler on a brand who has a world title. I mean, he should be wanting to go for that, obviously. Yeah. But it could be. What if it's title. what if it what if we're building towards a Rude versus Corbin feud because Rude tries to answer the challenge and Styles is really just a background yeah, character. Yeah, that's possible. I like it better than yeah. Corbin versus Styles. So then, who does Styles face in the meantime? Someone better than Corbin, by implication. I obviously haven't thought that far ahead, Jimmy. Yeah. Still kind of trying to figure it out. I mean, I guess you have Sami Zayn there who can answer the challenge. Well, Sami Zayn, we'll, we'll talk about him because right now, I actually. like how they're kind of folding him in. Oh, great. Perfect. So Kevin Owens comes out. You call me the Timing King. Interrupts Aiden English. Kevin Owens decries Shane McMahon's involvement in the match last week. Shane McMahon comes out, says that it's justified. Didn't really do all that much because then Shane just, like, left. I mean, I get what they're doing. They're building to a match between them, obviously, but, like... I like Kevin Owens after what happened more than the well, whole Shane and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens thing. came out upset, and then Shane just came out and shot him down. Right. He was like, just, just get out of the ring, man. Yeah. These guys have a match to have. So then Kevin Owens stayed at commentary, and then he took the referee's place. And I, the, the, the rules, we got to come back to our rules combo because uh, they're just all over the place. Apparently, you can do this because the bell was ringing after the match. He took the well, referee's shirt and became suddenly the official for the match in progress between Sami Zayn and Aiden English 
and, you know, did some controversial things for a ref. Yeah, I mean, he screwed over Sami Zayn. Aiden English got the win. But, I mean, Shane McMahon He handed did. Aiden English the win. He did, yes. But Shane McMahon said backstage that the win isn't allowed. Obviously, he can't do that. I so, was... I mean, are you going to fight Kevin Owens when he's taking off your shirt? No. No, no, so, certainly not. But um, the timekeeper I mean, ringing the bell is yeah. more of a question. But I do like the story that, you know, it's it kind of turned me on a but little bit, time, a little bit more to the prospect Shane, of Shane and Kevin yeah. Owens, which we're getting at. Because it's slowly building, you know, see what I wrote? Pressure cooker. Slowly building tension. Shane kind of was having the last word all this time. Now suddenly Kevin Owens steps in as an official on Shane's show. The man who says he runs the yard. And directly affects the outcome of a match. When Shane, last week Kevin Owens had said to Sammy in passing, you're not really doing anything right now. While he was frantically looking for a referee. So this also kind of satisfied that. Yeah. You know, Shane's trying to use Sammy. Yeah. In response to Kevin Owens' criticism. And now here we are. I like how it's going so far. It's got me interested. You said Shane is trying to use Sammy? No, no, no. Shane is trying to utilize Sammy, arguably somewhat because Kevin Owens just you know, yeah, po- pointed out that assuming... Sammy Zayn is a talent that's being unused. I guess that brings up so a more you could meta... say, I'm saying if they wanted to get into it. My whole thing is that it seems like they're going to, because Shane's obviously not an active wrestler, so if they are building towards Kevin Tell Owens versus that. Shane McMahon, Sammy Zayn is going to be like de facto... Shane McMahon physicality guy in the meantime, maybe. I don't like, I don't, I don't, well, first of all, all right, I, well, say, I don't like this. Which do you like more, that or Sami Zayn isn't on the show for the next six weeks? I think you can have Sami Zayn answer the open challenge one week, so that's completely separate from Kevin Owens right now, considering Kevin Owens isn't even allowed in that title scene right now. Um, I would have put Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger in a tag team at this point. Um, I think they have great chemistry. Oh, yeah, you, you mentioned that in passing. Uh, that's the first thing it. that you would do with that both is, guys. Right now, I would have done that over Benjamin and Gable. Yeah. I think that Benjamin and Gable are better off as singles guys. Maybe even as a feud, have Benjamin. I think Benjamin could be a good ba- yeah. uh, deal if he needs to be. Um, it feeds It feeds a lot of uh, different uh, desires that we yeah. have. Like The tag division on SmackDown is questionable. This is a way to make sure you kind of see Sammy and Ty on a consistent basis equally. And then Gable um, and Benjamin are two other open challenge people, too, if you're looking at it that way. Yeah, that would be two strong additions. I mean, I don't see the open challenge going as long as John Cena's did. John Cena's went almost two months straight. You looked at the opponents that happened weekly. Neville, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins happened one week. I'm on six already. Yeah, no, there were, there were... But there, there were... were it was lots. for a long period of time. Yeah. Um... Kevin yeah, but Owens they also week, even could it didn't told happen. story throughout it with like with Kevin Owens. Like, yeah, the Kevin Owens match, the first match Kevin Owens won, it wasn't even a U.S. title match. No, but that week was supposed to be that concept being fulfilled. It just wasn't an actual match. What I mean is that there was still a story going on with Kevin Owens while he was doing that with other talent, which you could do with AJ. Because you're saying you want AJ to have it for a little while and do the open challenge on a somewhat regular basis and have it actually do what it did. I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying I don't see that happening. I don't really know if I want it. Oh, okay. They can do it with with the brand split climate right now. How many people are there to do that with? Unless you do do Gable and Benjamin. They just did Ty Dillinger. (laughs) That's one done already. Bobby Roode, I don't think, is going to be a challenge. I meant to say this. I wish that match was longer, but I understand what they were doing with the sense of urgency with Corbin looming at ringside. Right. Um... Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, to a much lesser degree. Um, Mike Kanellis, no credibility. Uh, Sin Cara, no credibility. Yeah, that's unfortunate, though. It is. Well, I think and Sin Cara, it's unfortunate to a much lesser degree. Yes. But, <laughs> I mean, we could argue about the Not argue. Discuss the U.S. Open Challenge thing. Your comment about, which I think is another philosophical conversation I'm praying we don't get into. But the whole concept of, like, the yeah, theory. Yeah, time that, is on your side in the that. The theory that, like, Shane McMahon like watches everything happening on the show at the same time is like a metaphysical thing to me because you're assuming that like Shane was like in his office watching Kevin Owens talk to Sami Zayn and ask him to be a referee the way we were watching it oh I no, don't know no, really let's not get off on that no 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 I'm no, not no, no. I just think that when you said I didn't that even I don't mean, think I, ju- I just mean that it'd be the Sami writers was doing there, it Sam, I like reason. that Sami Zayn it's it's not I'm kind of saying that I like Sami Zayn being a part of it I know but you said Shane did that because of him. that that's why I asked that before too when it'd be the writers are doing it because of that, not really Shane. You know I'm what I saying mean? in kayfabe. Okay, you could make the sure. argument. Yeah, that Shane happened to hear Kevin Owens say that last week and say, "You know what? You're right." And so right. that just because the story is ultimately that like Shane's just doing what he sees is right, and Kevin Owens is is like seething more and more in the process. Right. Yeah, they would never expound on it, but like yeah, no, I get okay. it. Um, 
Didn't realize it was gonna. It was gonna. <laughs> no, sorry, I, be I, such I, a it, it distracting. Went, uh, no, it concept. then went to an interesting concept for me to think about, like if that's how they want us to perceive things. Yeah. But, um, we hey, discussed Gable. Hey, you, you need someone to think about this shit. The writers don't. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. That's what I'm here for. Time-consuming. Yeah. Uh, but Gable and Benjamin, we kind of discussed. They had their JB match against the Ascension. Yeah. It was Benjamin looked good against the Ascension. Whoa! Spoiler alert: yeah. Gable and Benjamin yeah. aren't going to have any trouble. They're going to win. Definitely. Um, Benjamin looked great. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really yeah, he did. Have much yeah, they, to say. and they were good together. So yeah, because last week they teased that maybe they would be on different pages, but very quick aside, I liked the segment backstage with Ginger and Rusev. I thought Rusev looked like a baby face for a moment. I liked the way that they teased him possibly yeah. looking at the championship, even though I feel like that's the closest he's going to get to it yeah. personally. And as I and said to you before we recorded, I, you're right, it was a cool moment, but it was undercut by the fact that I knew he was eating the pinfall yes. later on. Which brings us into the main event. Very standard tag team match. Nothing really crazy except for the fact that Rusev gets pinned, which isn't crazy, by Shinsuke Nakamura after not the Kinshasa. So, yeah. You lose! Randy Orton, Shinsuke are in the ring semi-celebrating and then Randy Orton RKO Shinsuke which was ballsy of them that could have possibly given him some booze it didn't but both of these yeah. crowds this week I felt like were kind of lackluster in my opinion sorry both of what were lackluster like both crowds were on Smackdown were lackluster this week so I don't yeah. know if they would react to what they were supposed to or not really step your game up ticket buyers Little Rock and Memphis Step your game up, people who um, buy a ticket and are allowed to act however they want. So before we close the show, we have Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura next week for number one contendership for the WWE Championship. Who wins? Yes, sir. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I Unless Swerve, because they've got some time to kill, as we spoke about before we recorded, between now and their next pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, which is on October 8th, which is over a month away in case anybody doesn't have a calendar handy. Um, well, by the time next SmackDown rolls around, it'll be, yeah, it'll be just about a month away. So, okay. Yeah. But yeah. But, so you could have. So there's so four it'll, weeks. It'll be a match what I'm trying to say. So there's a, theoretically enough time to have Orton beat Shinsuke, swerve, have Orton re-challenge Ginger for the title on SmackDown. In the meantime, lose, probably at the hands of the Singh brothers, spoiler alert. Big spoiler alert on that uh, one, guys. Right now or, and then I don't. This isn't what I, this isn't my wishful book. I know I can't help. The, I can't help the faces. I think that we. Sorry. I think that we both think that Shinsuke is going to win next week, and I'm just providing an alternative situation yeah, no. that I would still that. Re, that would still result in Shinsuke fighting Jinder for the title, for the title, but for the title point, at their next pay per view. To build, I mentioned the fact that it's a month away next week because four weeks means four shows. So you have next week is one show. The championship match is two shows. And then you have to somehow get Shinsuke to justify getting out of the championship match in the third show. And then the fourth show is the go-home show. So that's where I'm saying I feel like Shinsuke is winning. A, I think Vince is trying to put this guy over as hard as possible. He's beaten John Cena. I definitely see him beating Randy Orton. The RKO at the end of the show solidified it for me, too. That was yeah. Randy Orton's way of getting one up in chip. I don't blame you for thinking outside the box. I'm convinced Randy Orton is going to be going away at any point at this point. I don't see him staying around. Yes, yeah, so you any say that, program. but Cena just left for Raw and is probably uh, going to be absent even I from there Shinsuke in a month or so. Because I think champion at Hell in a Cell, and that's how they SmackDown becomes okay, a so marketable show. Okay, so Orton can put over Rude. He can put over Styles. He can put over. That's fine. Yeah, I guess that's fine. I'm not saying I, I mean, want him to go what, away. I'm just saying I can you, see him going. Yeah, but away. did you hear that he's going away, or you're just saying you could you could live without him for the Let's next? Let's put few it months. this way: this Christmas is going to be his first Christmas with his newborn baby. So I just feel like if he's been in the company for 12, 13 years, I could probably see him asking time off shortly after or before Survivor Series. That's just how I feel. Is Maybe it his first a, kid? It's not his first kid, but he just had a baby. So I'm pretty important. No, I know. I you saw the picture of him in the woods. No. There's a picture of him doing the Orton pose in the woods holding his newborn child. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, Is it? I don't know. He's just a very family man on social media. It's a stupid thing to think of. I don't know. Maybe he'll be here forever. I don't, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Regardless, um, I think Shinsuke is winning still. Yeah, I think, I think Shinsuke, Shinsuke and Jinder, is and probably should win. Yeah, so. I also think that we're building into the whole Singh brothers interfering, Hell in a Cell, even though we know that it really won't mm-hmm. get them out, but then Shinsuke will overcome the odds. Would have put Shinsuke over at SummerSlam, wish booking, rerun style. Oh, do we need to re-say that? Yeah, I would have had Shinsuke win uh, at SummerSlam, but too. I'm considering... You think we should just keep saying that every yeah. week? See if we can undo it? Yes. As we all know. So that's going to do it this week, guys. I'm Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. I'm Liam McNulty. You can catch me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. And you will hear us next week. So you long. will hear us next week. You will. Except for the deaf. You're leaving out the deaf. He always does that. Later, guys. Later.